Welcome back. We are in Catonsville. We're at State Fair. Uh, we're doing this live uh, on behalf of our friends at the Maryland Food Bank. It is Crab Cake Row. I've had a lot of crab cakes. I've got two crab cakes in my fridge left over. We were on Monday. We started this thing at Fadley's. Tuesday, we went to Costas. Wednesday, we did Coco's. Today, I'm at State Fair. I did steak and eggs here for breakfast. I'm going to go for the Cobb salad this afternoon. But I am going to get a, a cup of the uh, cream of crab and, and corn chowder, so I'm looking forward to that. We're doing it all on behalf of our friends at the Maryland Lottery as well. I'm giving away the 10 times the cash. I had a $10 winner the other day. You get a free ticket. Everybody gets a free ticket around here. Um, our, our friends at Window Nation, 86690 Nation, as well as Jiffy Lube Multi Care. I'm at State Fair until 5 today. We'll be at Pappas on, until 5 on Friday in Cockeysville. Don't come to Parkville or Bel Air or Glen Burnie. We're in Cockeysville. But we're on the west side today. 21228, always life is great. Um, Evan just came by here from State Fair. Evan Brown, Keith's here. Uh, they have El Guapo. They have Beaumont. They got the basement. They do pit beef up the street. They do lots and lots of good things in Catonsville. And think about Catonsville is two things. Anybody, somebody's related to Don Moeller in the room, always. <laughs> and secondly, the Catonsville people stick together. And I can't have a representative here from Catonsville that bragged about being walking distance without the first thing she said is Evan thanks for all you do for us and Evan's about as charitable guys I know and Karen Sagel put this thing together so we're gonna we're gonna talk about a Catonsville charity and, and Don Moeller has spoken of let's see here the children's home I want a minute to get right Christy Page is here what do you do there and what do they do there and I'm learning so much about things but I, I have done a segment on the children's home a couple years ago so I know a little bit about it but update me awesome yeah the, so the children's home is just right up the street less than half a mile away. Uh, we're we're um, a home that, that provides care and shelter and support for kids that are in the foster care system. For a lot of years, right? That's right. This year is our 160th. See, I knew that. The thing I remember about it is this is an old world. They knew children needed parents back then. Orphan children, I'm sure, at that point in the world uh, that long ago. That's the thing I knew about your, your facilities, like the oldest for, like, we were founded literally days after the battle at Gettysburg, to kind of put it in historical perspective. Four score and seven years ago. That's right. About that long ago, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Where is it located exactly? So we're on Bloomsbury Avenue right across from Catonsville Elementary. Uh, we have about 44 acres there. Um, we've been on that campus 102 or three years. Um, so we're just right up the road here in What Gainesville. am I going to find when I come over there? So uh, across our campus, we have um, lots of cottages that are there to... Um, act as homes for the kids. So at any given point, there are about 50 kids on our campus. 50, okay. 50, right. yeah. Over the course of the year, we'll serve upwards of 150 kids. It's just a, a temporary... It is... You for, want it to be. We, we, well, the, the hope is that we can get kids as close to family as possible. But that's not always possible. The kids we serve are 13 to 20. And so these are kids who've experienced significant trauma, who have lots of different concerns. So it's not always possible to get them back to their family of origin or even kinship care, which is kind of extended family. May not even exist in some cases. That's right. And, and, you know, they often require very specialized care to help in their healing process. Um, And so we provide all sorts of supports for these kids to try and get them through and get them healing and launch them into adulthood successfully. So some kids are there for a few days. They just need shelter. Some kids are there for years. It just depends on what their needs are. Now, we talk about troubled children. My, my parents uh, tried to adopt children. They lost a child and they were... We, we, I had fosters in my home as a very, very small child in the early 70s. Um, I never even really talked to my parents about it before they passed or anything like that, but um, they, they... My parents were like 
parents to everybody in the neighborhood. It's just kind of the people they were. I, I often wondered back in the day, it was a young boy named Lewis that lived in our home by, you know, 50 years ago. I often wonder, you know, place to place, how these things work, that you connect people and who winds up in your, in your care for a period of time. Sure. So when, when a kid is in need of care... But this I, is not delinquent, correct? No, this is different this, than... This isn't a child who's broken the law necessarily, Not correct? necessarily. Correct. 85% okay. of the kids that we serve come from their local department of social service because there's been abuse, neglect, violence... Understood. ...in, in their so this family. this is different than a hickey or... This is a different kind of environment. I want to make sure we make that clear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I don't think everybody, everybody is clear on that. Uh, and, you know, our goal has always been, from day one, 160 years ago, was to make sure kids who needed a safe home have a safe home. And that's what we do every day. And, you know, we specialize now in the kids who are the hardest to provide a safe home for. These are kids who have experienced, you know, a lifetime of trauma. Um, and now that here they are on this campus living right. in a communal kind of state with uh, uh, other children of that. This is a, there's a schooling element involved here, right? That Absolutely. is above and beyond just regular care. You're educating these young people, not just housing them. Right. It's life skills. It's, um, you know, it's teaching kids how to manage their bank accounts and how to do grocery shopping and, you know, how, how Literacy to... Literacy in many cases? Absolutely. Well, m- most of our kids go to local Baltimore County schools. Great. Um, with the exception of, of one cottage that's for our um, kids who need some specialized attention. Do they come from all over or is it Baltimore County specific? So about half of the kids that we serve come from Baltimore County or Baltimore City. The rest come from across Maryland, D.C., and sometimes up and down the I-95 corridor. It is a little corridor. regional, a little regional. That's okay. right. But, all right. Uh, about half of them are Baltimore. How many, pl- I mean, you talk about almost 200 years old. How many places are like your place? Because I haven't talked to anything in regard to orphans this weekend. I- I've talked uh, in regard to um, inner city and after school and hunger and, I mean, a lot of different things. But, um, you know, I was born in a weird situation. I, I-, I probably would have been, if I-, I-, I did have care. I did have loved ones in the extent, not really in the family. I wasn't raised by blood family, but I was raised by near that. But, I would have been a candidate. You know, I had really troubled parents that would have been incapable of taking care of me. That's right. It just would have been. I, there's no question about that. And, and I would have been somebody that would have been. And, and I wonder, parents that or, or adopting, where is adoption for a 16-year-old, 18-year-old? It's pretty rare. Right. That's what it, I thought. It really is. Um, we can't find foster parents, much less adoptive parents for you know, most of sure, our kids. Sure. That's why they live with us instead of in a traditional foster home. Um, because there just are, plainly aren't enough foster homes to care for these kids. Especially Their next those, place, if they're 20, might not be a foster home. It may be a living situation, is what you call yeah, it, right? Literally. Independent not, living. Right, yes. right, yeah. yeah. Not, a living situation, not a, par- a parental guidance situation. That's right. That's right. Um, well, so, all the challenges are different, I'm sure. I'm not trying to put anyone you know, blanket over top of it. I'm just trying to understand what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we even have a semi-independent living program for some of the older kids that are in our care. Um, so jobs, right? That's right. Sure. They get they get jobs. Sometimes they even work. I have one that's working as my intern and learning all about fundraising and volunteer coordination and how to manage our website. And Or maybe uh, work in the kitchen, bussing tables at, at Evans Place. Like, that's literally. right. We work because you local. are so, so close to that. That's right. 
Absolutely. So, you know, our, our kids, you know, by and large, what we try to do is give them opportunities to learn and, and, and new experiences they can have. So we, we, we bring horses in once a week and we do equine therapy Well, my with wife them. will come and ride the horses. There so. you go. Yeah, there you go. We'll do that. Yeah. Christy Page is here. It's Children's Home in Catonsville. I've featured it before without fully understanding all of it. Um, the, the, the graduation part of it, you said, well, we have 50 at a time, but we try to do 100, 150 a year. Um, three to six months and you're trying to create a better environment. I mean, how long could someone stay at your place? So, a year or two? Oh, no, no, no. Up to years. Um, so wow, okay. uh, one young lady that's in our care has been there as long as I've worked for the home, which is four and a half years. Okay. So um, it just depends on the needs of the kid and, you know, where their goals are and what services are available to them. You know, some kids you know, love us and want to stay there. And, you know, I've got one uh, that I can't push out of the nest right now. I had now. <laughs> a beautiful man on Monday, made me cry. He'd been given up by his family. He's an older gentleman and the uh, church in Essex had a, you know, a, 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 a situation, St. John's. Listen to my stuff earlier in the week. It's just, uh, it, it's amazing. All the work, all of you do, you get out of bed every day and try to figure this out. Funding for you and what our audience could do and what you thanked Evan for, which is, I'm sure, funding in some way, but also volunteers and different things that people could get involved in maybe a hands-on way with the children. Absolutely. So we are always looking for volunteers to help as mentors, instructors, coaches. Um, and then we also have volunteers that come and just help. We have 44 acres. That's a lot of property to manage. We have a trail that runs around the exterior of our campus. So on April 13th, we're going to have 100 volunteers come out and help us maintain the trail so that the kids can enjoy the trail. Um, and ride the horses on it because it, you know, it needs help every spring. So um, you can sign up on our website there, uh, thechildrenshome.net, um, um, to be a volunteer with that. Or we also need volunteers, you know, to teach underwater basket weaving or <laughs> crafts or you know, whatever. underwater basket weaving. <laughs> whatever I your asked specialty John is. I from the Y yesterday. I'm going to have to introduce him to that. That might be something new. It's it's you know whatever your specialty is, whatever your strength is, we want to engage you in helping the kids learn that awesomeness. Christy Page here. It's Children's Home, and we are in Catonsville and State Fair. So I, I think of um, Catonsville as being this really, I, I even spoke about it yesterday, about this, the town square here and this community that's held it together, held the town square together with people like Evan and so many businesses. This is a really cool, thriving area to be a part of, and I would think if I am on board at your place and I'm a young person, that this is available and close by, it's better than a mall. I mean, like, literally, I mean, I'm just trying to think of, like, if you're housed here for a period of time, Catonsville feels like a very inclusive place. But more than that, that if I'm stuck here and I'm from someplace else and I'm of that age or whatever, there are things around here that make it not feel like you're at a prison, for lack of a better, or way away where there's not things. Catonsville itself has embraced your place for a century Absolutely. and a half, right? Like, Absolutely. Literally. I mean, you know... And modern Catonsville's grown up enough to do it, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's places like, like you know, the local pizza place, a piece of pizza. That I know brings, piece of pizza. I parked in their parking lot. <laughs> they, they bring us pizza almost every day. Like, literally wow. almost every day. You know, there's Growing Minds And they do those store. festivals in that parking lot sometimes Absolutely. Fridays, and some right? of those are to benefit the children's home. Well, but that's what I would say. There's things going on here where if you are living in this unfortunate circumstance and you're a young person and you're under your care... 
this is something you can come walk to. You can participate in Fourth of July. I mean, maybe not if you don't get your chair out in June. But you know, <laughs> you gotta, I mean, gotta put it on lock. I mean, I know about this stuff. <laughs> but I, I just think of you know, what would my life be like as a 14, 15 year old person there if I found myself there? There's something about being here. No offense to downtown or anywhere else, where this may promote and stimulate a different kind of outcome than in other circumstances. Absolutely. From our campus with the bucolic setting there to the upgrade in school that often kids experience by going to Logan. You're not in upstate Pennsylvania. Then kids can go to a ball game once in a while if if things work out the right way, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you giving us some love. How many folks work in the care of these young people over in your facility? Uh, So we have uh, people around the clock, three shifts, um, 24 hours a day. about 50, 60 people employed within the organization um, at any given point. Um, and you are the donor and community. I always want donor and enge- you got to make that bigger. Donor and community <laughs> engagement manager. So yeah. there. Absolutely. That's a big title. It is. What does that mean? I'm a development director. That's she comes <laughs> on radio shows is what she does. No, I... I have guys over there in Catonsville. Go over and have coffee. Smile at it. Bring some, bring some, bring some canned goods. Most of my job is about bringing in the funds that it takes to give these kids extra. To give them more than just three square meals a day and a roof over their heads. So, you know, that kids can have the swimming pool and go on field trips and... Good Wi-Fi. Absolutely. Kids need good Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they need. You give a kid good Wi-Fi, the rest is taken care of. That's right. Absolutely. Well, tell everybody how they can find you out on the web, give you a hand in some way, and uh, I'll let you get back to doing the good work you do or to getting lunch here. I mean, I, I skipped the chicken and waffles, which was a mistake, but I'm going to get a cop oh, salad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so to find us, we're on the web. Thechildrenshome.net is our is our website, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Pretty are you easy. on the only children's home as called as such? So That's on, a cool name. On, on Instagram, we are the children's home, and on Facebook, we're the children's home dot Maryland. So, but, so there's yeah. a children's home in Oregon or something like the, that. Yeah, there, there, there are lots of them. There are lots of them. Okay, all right. Um, but you know, it's just because it's such a, a generic. They haven't been in Catonsville but for we were years. we were among the first. So. What year was that again? 1863. Gettysburg. Yep. I'll remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Remember Gettysburg. Thank you for coming by. I appreciate you. Really and thanks for your patience in dealing with all my little league teammates who came by. This is awesomeness. It was cool. It was, Awesomeness. She said awesomeness, Bill Cole. You like that? Is that a hashtag? My name's Ness. Uh, My name is Ness, and we're in Catonsville. Come bring us stuff. We're giving soup out. We're doing it on behalf of our friends at the Maryland Lottery, Wind Donation, and Jiffy Lube, and Cole Roofing. Bill Cole's here. He has threatened to be my co-host for the next three hours. Uh, I'm going to have the folks from Itinerous on as well before Bill gets here. Bill, get a sandwich or something. Get some french fries. They're delicious here. Uh, The Maryland Lottery is giving me these 10 times the cash. I'm going to walk around the room and give these things out. We're here until 5 o'clock. If you bring us dry goods, canned goods, good stuff from the Maryland Food Bank, we will give you a cup of soup or bowl, and it's tasty. We're at State Fair. Stay with us.